Good morning, good evening. It's The Shift. Matt MacArthur's here. Ryan O'Donnell is here as well. And it is time to welcome in our plans for the weekend. He's basically our social calendar. Um, he decides our social lives. His name is Steve Stebbing. What the hell should we watch this weekend? What's up, Steve? Not too much. So much on my shoulders. And I mean, I, I, I don't know. I have a lot to live up to because I followed Rick Astley. I don't. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's that's a lot of weight, Shane. I don't know if you know. Yeah, well, you know, not everybody would have heard <laughs> that Rick Astley, just so you know, so I will clarify. Never going to give okay. you up, never going to let you down, uh, oh, never going to run God. around and hurt you. you, you um, that was the song me. that played. Yeah, I did. You rickrolled And it, it did um, right before the top of the hour, if you're just joining us. And Steve Stebbing sat there, listened to it, and I got to tell you, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think he was dancing a little bit. You can believe what you need to believe. Uh, Thanks, I mean, <laughs> I believe it. it, it haunts I believe me. you're a good dancer at heart. It's all good. All right, let's get started here. <laughs> Steve Stebbing, what the hell should we watch this weekend? Some new releases that are uh, noteworthy and you might consider checking out. First, we're going to go with Synchronic. If you're watching this, I'm probably trying to convince you of something pretty unbelievable or I'm dead do anything to get her back but this is i mean the next dose could kill you there are things that are far worse than death what happened to them they're not returning um <laughs> okay cinematic saliva uh salvia, salvia. Yeah, but right. I read it as I read it as cinematic saliva, and I'm like, is this yeah. so good that you're drooling? Well, that too, like that too. We can we can roll that in there. But this is, yeah, I mean, these guys that make this made this movie. They're a directing and writing duo, uh, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. Uh, they're known for making these uh, just incredibly warped and other real feel, feeling films. Uh, this would be the third major film. They did a film called spring and then one called the endless. And now this one, which is their biggest budget one that they've done. Uh, it's got Anthony Mackie, who is the Falcon in uh, the MCU and, uh, also a Jamie Dornan from uh, 50 shades of gray. And it's basically about two, uh, paramedics who are, are the calls that are responding to, uh, on, uh, one week in uh, New Orleans, uh, all seem to be uh, centered around this new drug called Synchronic, which is uh, causing really weird accidents and everything. And uh, this one really kind of reminded me of like Martin Scorsese's Bringing Out the Dead, uh, kind of mishmashed with uh, some really deep and heady sci-fi. And uh, the, the less I go into the actual plot, the better for this movie. The better. Why the better? It's just, it's kind of like a flower, Shane. It's just got to open itself up and, and give you all the secrets. <laughs> it's like a flower. <laughs> wow. If anybody had said to me that was going to be the takeaway from anything to do with the shift, I would say that that's, <laughs> you've bumped your head. Okay. Um, okay. So if you're looking to uh, have your flower blossom this weekend, your cinematic flower um, then Synchronic <laughs> would be worth considering, according to yes. Steve Stebbing. Yes. Let's get the clip for Supernova. Now, as most of you will know, 
I am slowly losing my ability to remember. And I definitely wouldn't be here if it weren't for this man next to me. I want to be remembered for who I was, but not for who I'm about to become. It's not fair to you. It's not about fair. It's about love. No, Sam. I want to see this through with you to the end. Okay. Sounds like there's a couple of flowers blossoming here too, Steve. Yeah, this is uh, a really emotional character-driven drama. Uh, it's got two of the best character actors uh, working today, uh, Colin Firth and uh, Stanley Tucci, uh, who play a couple that are uh, RVing across uh, England uh, in kind of a spot-by-spot uh, -spot trip as they go visit friends, uh, kind of to say goodbye as uh, Stanley Tucci's character has been diagnosed uh, with uh, early onset Alzheimer's and is rapidly declining. Uh, and it's really about this couple trying to like, seeing how they can transition into the next phase of their relationship, which is tragically uh, a caregiver and patient uh, relationship. And it's, uh, I mean, really, really powerful work by these two actors. Uh, Colin Firth, I mean, most known for... Um, oh, what's the Christmas movie? Oh, love, uh, love actually, love actually. I mean, that's where most people I think would know Colin Firth from would be that character. I don't think there yeah, was anything much bigger than that for Bridget, him. Bridget, Bridget Jones. Bridget well, Jones. I mean, he won an Academy Award for King's Speech for playing King Albert. I guess so. Um, yeah. but that was that mainstream enough that most people would know him from that. I don't know. Anyway, so talented and diverse. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. that um that uh, I, I would watch it just for that dude. He's one of those guys that I think you just watch the movie for. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And he yeah. played so well off of uh, Stanley Tucci, who uh, in, in the lead up to this, I called the Tooch to, to Matt, and it, it really <laughs> delighted him. The Tooch. The Tooch. Tooch. Uh, you have to be nice to Matty. I told him that we might stream our video call here uh, coming up soon, and he was put off by that. So he's frowning and scowling <laughs> into the camera. All right, let's uh, get our next clip here. It's some kind of heaven. I think that when you live in the villages, you're acting the part. Surely everybody's life is not perfect. Now that we're in the villages, Reggie's sense of reality has become even more out there. I came down here to meet a nice-looking lady with some money that I'd be not embarrassed to be seen on the street with. You need a handyman, don't you? I don't care. <laughs> well, that's a good pickup line. Well, you need a handyman, don't you? Right. This is such a fascinating documentary. Uh, I mean, with the title, Some Kind of Heaven, you'd, uh, I mean, that's just kind of what you expect. And it's about a uh, retirement, like, village, like, a, like with all the amenities and everything on, on the coast of Florida. And it really is a, a paradise. Like, I mean, golf courses, swimming pools, activity, like, like everything that you'd want for a retiree. Uh, but it, it then it immediately a focus on four adults living within the community that are not having a good time. Uh, one of their marriages is on the the, the brink of breaking. Uh, there's one guy that's living out of his van, hoping to woo one of the single women that live in the village to kind of secure his own his own cr uh, crash pad to to live in the lap of paradise. 
Uh, and it, I mean, it's just such an interesting film. And it comes from a debuting director named Lance uh, Oppenheimer, who's only 23 years old when he made this film. So the subjects that he's doing this film about are like 55, 60 years older than him. And it's just like a fascinating microcosm story of like real people. Is it as good as uh, Cocoon? Uh, <laughs> it's different. The, the, I, I didn't see the part in this one where the alien showed up and gave him everlasting life and they start to glow and Wilford Brimley does, says stuff like, don't get older, don't die. Like that didn't happen. Okay. Cause I, cause that to me is like the ultimate getting older movie when you're old and what mm. life looks like. Because when I go yeah. into a home one day, I'm waiting for the <laughs> aliens to come. That's what I'm doing. Okay. So just to be clear, that's fair. That's make fair. that, make that, make that movie happen for me. That would make uh, me very, very happy. Okay. All right. Blu-ray is a thing. And I'm learning more and more about Blu-ray from Steve. And then um, Ryan is also all over the Blu-ray, too. In fact, Ryan had an Impulse Blu-ray purchase this week. I did. I uh, I bought Ad Astra in 4K Blu-ray. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. Great film. It, it's one of those, right? I loved, I, I really liked that movie. I, I like the risks it took and how it portrayed mm-hmm. sci fi, and I think it'll look insane in 4K. That's tomorrow's absolutely. viewing, though. No, that, you, it, it, it's absolutely great. Did you hear that? When Steve was like, absolutely. I think like, you could feel it. It's like you got a shiver. He's so excited. <laughs> I feel it. Like- All right. On Blu ray, Arch Enemy. Hey, oh, the dude who says he's from another planet. You got superpowers, right? Come on, I just want to hear your story. My city was named Chromium. So that's where you're from? They had to invent things to hurt me. Intelligent asteroids, killer robots. Super villains? Say super one more time. Oh, okay, okay. Even the whiskey's weaker here. Space whiskey. All right, look, do you have any superpowers at all? The source of my power doesn't exist here. Why you got to fill the kid's head with bullshit? <laughs> That's where the aliens come to save the old guys. There we go. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is genre, like really niche stuff. So if you want to see like a cool, gritty, uh, like action sci-fi that's got some uh, some fun character work to it, then I would definitely pick up Arch Enemy. Uh, it's Joe Manganiello uh, is the star of this one. And uh, he plays like a homeless person that claims that he is an interdimensional hero that crashed through the barriers between dimensions and landed in our reality uh, where he is basically mortal. Uh, and it follows this uh, young kid living in the ghetto that is trying to make his mark as uh, an urban journalist and ends up getting uh, into basically a a drug war uh, with the character called The Manager that's played by uh, um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia's Glenn Howerton in just like a ridiculously gonzo performance. Uh, I mean, this one's isn't like going to be like the big budget, amazing Spielberg stuff, but it is just a lot of fun. All right. Look forward to it. Now we're going into Lovecraft Country season one. I told you to stay away from that damn place. There's something here. Just trying to get out. Everything is where and as it should be from God. All right, tell us what it is, Steve. 
Yeah, the show is awesome. Uh, it comes from Jordan Peele and the creator Misha Green. And it basically follows a, a man in the 1950s, uh, a black man that's making his way across the country to find his father that's gone missing. And he's got his uncle and uh, a friend from his neighborhood in tow. Uh, but uh, as he gets deeper into the country, he starts to find out his real lineage and it's kind of tied back to an ancient evil uh, that lives within America. And I mean, this, this show is so absolutely fascinating. Uh, again, not one that you really want to give too much upfront about, uh, but episode one plays really straightforward. Like it's uh, like, it, it's kind of just showing the black man's plight in 1950s. Uh, the, the, the hazard uh, of driving uh, through sundown States and everything, and then just goes full on horror in the last 10 minutes to set up what this show is really about. Next on the list is uh, your favorite psychologist, uh, Dr. Harleen Francis Quinzel. What's next? I thought we were going to chill out and have fun after we took the Injustice League out. As I become the world's most feared supervillain. Feast your eyes on you, New Gotham. Mm. Not interested. Where did this map come from? I'm still on a goddamn folding chair. All right, tell us about Harley Quinn. This show is insane. Uh, it was made for the, uh, well, now defunct and moved to HBO Max, uh, DC Universe. And this is an animated uh, version of Harley Quinn that's done for the adults. Very, very mature. Lots of swearing. Lots of broken, blown, uh, broken bones, murder, blood, everything. Uh, but some really, really fun work from Kaylee Cuoco, who's kind of shedding that... Uh, uh, Big Bang Theory uh, shell right now and really diving into playing Harley Quinn. Some of the really, really funny dialogue in this one. Uh, the highlight for me is definitely Alan Tudyk that, uh, voicing the Joker uh, in everybody's favorite toxic relationship between the Joker and Harley Quinn. It's just so well done. I'm so glad that they put all both seasons in one box so I can go through all of it now uh, in prep for the, the third season, which is coming in a couple of months. All right, quickly, we have to hit Steve Ray's Blu-ray Geek Out quickly, uh, even though it's one of the best movies of all time, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, Clarice, your problem is you need to get more fun out of life. You told me you don't speak easily. You call this easy, sir? Lester's missing hand arm. Man's a raving maniac. Who knows what he'll do? Very... Thank you, Clarice. Wait for it. Thank you. Very scary movie. Uh, Sounds of the Lambs. I've only got about 20 seconds left for you, Steve. I mean, five Academy Awards uh, put Jodie Foster hugely on the map once again in her career. Anthony Hopkins got an Academy Award. And it's Jonathan Demme, one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. Steve Stebbing, what the hell should we watch this weekend? SteveStebbing.ca if you want to check out his handsome face and all of his blog posts with the trailers <laughs> and stuff. It's there, too. Thanks so much, brother. You have a fantastic weekend. You as well.